Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Let's, uh, let's talk to a guy who CJ credits uh, a lot for his development, uh, Gerard Johnson, a uh, friend of the show. And Gerard, I'm going to start uh, with a guy or, or that's been by your side uh, the whole year uh, during this journey. When he's on the TV screen, he, he shines, he, he sticks out. Uh, I'm talking about your watch, man. Your your, your watch game is uh, pretty strong uh, when you're out there. What's what's going on with these watches? I I, I dabbled into the the watch world. Uh, Burt Kirk, their DC, he kind of guided me in the right direction. He's kind of championed that for me. But uh, but yeah, no, it's, it's something as I get older, I pass it out to my kids and so just kind of dipping my toe to the watch. I, watch, I, I so. see you kind of rubbing your it's head a good. little bit with that with that left uh, with that left hand whenever the <laughs> camera's on you. You're not fooling me, my friend. <laughs> Hey, Gerard, you spent more time with uh, your new baby jersey or CJ Stroud? Uh, it's pretty even at this point. I think I definitely think jersey's got the edge, barely, <laughs> but uh, it's, it's, it's pretty close. So what has this been like for you, man? Like, so you, 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 you go around, you've, you've been coaching quarterbacks for a long time. Um, you, you, go to, you go to Indianapolis, you end up in Minnesota, and then you get to come home. And not only do you get to come home, you get to coach someone who you know very well uh, in C.J. Stroud, and, and, and immediately there's been, there's been a certain level of success. What has this whole experience been like for you? Uh, honestly, for me, it's just been a blessing, man. I mean, you, like you, you, know, like you, hit, it all, you hit it all, right? I mean, I've done a lot uh, in football and a lot of different uh, areas from, from everywhere, from coaching little kids to high school to college to training pros to coaching pros, you know, so I'm just very thankful for my football journey. I think it's given me a very unique perspective on the game and appreciation for people an appreciation for the process and then for two, like you said, to meet CJ at a young age and then to kind of for life to work out where I get to coach him at this level and for him to have the success he's had. I mean, I'm just, I'm very fortunate. I feel like I've been very blessed and I'm just thankful, you know, cause there's a whole lot of things that led to this road that you, at the time thinking back on it, you don't know why they happened or, you know, what they happened with their positive or, you know, didn't go in my favor. But at the end of the day, it all led to here. And I'm very fortunate and thankful to be in the, the, the spot I am coaching the guys that I'm getting to coach. You know, you, you mentioned that, and obviously, you know, we, we, we talk, uh, we've talked a lot about it, but you go back to that time. I believe there was a time where you were coaching either in high school. I, I might have the timeline wrong here, Gerard, but you were either coaching in high school or doing camps, and your brother, uh, Marquise, who's now uh, with the Vikings, he was, he was uh, riding a, what do they call him, pedicab or whatever, uh, at NRG uh-huh. Stadium. I mean, from that moment where he's driving a pedicab, and now he's in Minnesota, and you're coaching kids uh, of various ages in camps and and such. That wasn't that long ago, man. Yeah, it, I mean, it, it really wasn't. But I think a lot of it's testament to you know our our childhood and how we we're raised, and 
and just being coaches' kids and us knowing that we wanted to be coaches, and, and that's kind of how our dad kind of led us uh, growing up. He was a coach at Humble, of course, you know, but, but you know, our dad was kind of our hero, and he instilled a lot in us. And so we knew at that time that it was just a matter of just work every day, you know, hard work and prayer undefeated, and that, uh, you know, hopefully you do enough good things that at some point someone recognizes or an opportunity presents itself, and at that point, uh, you make the most of it. And, yeah, Marquise got his first job from yes, – he was coaching at Galena Park High School, doing the pedicab on the weekends to make extra money. And he ran into Ray Wright, who was an assistant strength coach at the time uh, with the Texans. He, he was on the back of his pedicab. He kind of told him his story, and Marquise would wake up first thing in the morning and go watch the – just volunteer and watch the, the spring workouts, the Texans. And that's kind of what got him his first relationship. And then he got on a couple different places after that. And then Ray called him five years later when he was at the University of Tennessee and gave him an opportunity with the 49ers. And that started, started his NFL journey. So, I mean, really just a testament being – you have a lot of people who – poured into us and still a lot of work ethic into us. But like I said, we've been very fortunate, been very blessed. Uh, but it definitely was a lot of people that helped us along the way for us to chase our dreams. Talking to uh, Gerard Johnson here on In the Loop on Sports Radio 610. So we heard uh, Daniel Jeremiah said, you know, he doesn't know what C.J. Stroud can improve. You know him pretty well. What, what can C.J. Stroud uh, improve? Uh, what, what, are, what are the biggest areas of improvement that, that you think that C.J. Uh, could focus on? I mean, really, there, there's just always something. And it's just at the end of the day, like, I, w- I don't even consider it improvement. It's just more like the focus. Like, you know, I, I went to the Manning camp when I was in college, and we got to talk to Peyton. And one thing he shared with us, like, you know, somebody asked him, what's the difference in college in the NFL or what's it like being an NFL quarterback? And he's like, look, you spend, you know, 40 hours a week, however many hours you put into this game plan to give yourself a chance on Sunday. And you'll find out on Sunday if it's any good or if it's not. And you got to do it all over again. I mean, the consistency of – really just doing all the things we've been doing and just keeping it sharp because every Sunday you'll get tested, you know, and so you just got to keep the consistency up and that's the hardest thing about it. So, I mean, like I said, him getting better at something, I mean, there's plenty of things out there, you know, you're always going to be on your footwork, you're always going to be on your mechanics, you're always going to be on decision-making because you got to stay sharp because as you're trying to get better, the defenses are getting better too. There's always a new coverage, there's always a new scheme, there's always a new check. And you're just trying to be as sharp as you can so at our position we can react and and make the best decision for the team. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. I want to go back to uh, how your relationship with CJ started. I remember texting with you uh, when you were at the Elite 11 camp, and uh, Hudson Card was there, Bryce Young, Haynes King, and a lot of people don't realize CJ was kind of one of the last entries uh, accepted to that Elite 11 camp because he was like a three-star guy before that. And and you took on uh, CJ Stroud. Just what what you know what what was that like? When did you realize okay, not only is this guy good, but he could be something else? Oh, uh, really? It it was just it kind of grew throughout the week. You know, we spent a full like I think we spent five or six days with them, and every day was like jam packed with camp stuff, on the field stuff, leadership training, media training. I mean, it was just you take the top twenty kids in the country and put them in a setting to give them resources that could help them. You know, uh, they can use later on in their career, and so. Really, uh, there was a pro day competition we do every year to where you simulate, like, I think, 35 straight throws 
Uh, we simulate a pro day and we rank every throw to, I want to say, yeah, one of the highest scores, you know, we've had up to that date uh, doing that. And it was just the natural accuracy was the first thing that caught my eye, you know? And so that was the first thing that caught my eye. And then for him to realize and recognize and appreciate the resources that were there and he stayed late, he asked questions. I mean, he really took that entire week and he got the absolute most out of that week. And so for me, that was when I really kind of understood that this kid's different. There's something special about him. He's, he's hungry to learn. There's an edge about, you know, seizing a moment to where, you know, he probably took that, that week more serious than any other player there. And I think he greatly benefited from it. So he puts a lot into it. He works really, really hard. And, you know, I think a lot of his success is a testament to how he was raised, things he'd been through. He, uh, you know, he attaches himself with people he feels can help him out. And I think that, you know, his trainers in California, Ohio State choosing that university, all those different things have been decisions by him that I think it worked out for him. And, you know, he comes in every single day and he always wants to get better. He's hard on himself. Uh, he believes in himself and, uh, you know, he's, he's having success. What, what's the uh, difference? Because it, it was your first game. Gerard Johnson, Texans quarterback coach, joining us. It was your first game, you know, going and trying to win a ball game with him. Uh, the last time these these two teams met, the Texans and the Ravens. What what was the difference walking into that game with CJ being right at his hip versus let's say the Cleveland game? What 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 what's the biggest differences you guys have experienced, whether it's mentally, whatever, uh, from that point to the last time y'all did it? I honestly think it's a lot has to do with this collectively as a group, as a full team. We know who we are. We know what we're trying to get done with plays. We know what our identity is, and we understand. Like, we just understand what we're trying to get done. And I think that Bobby's done a really good job of coming in with a clear message, a clear brand of football, a clear identity of who we're going to be, how we're going to play, what the expectations are, and all those different things. But you can only really test those until you get on Sunday. You know, until something goes your way, like, ah, that's why we do it, or it doesn't go your way, ah, that's why we do it this way. You really don't know until you get out there. I just think over over the, as the season has grown, we've really kind of hunkered down on who our identity is, how plays are supposed to play out, how we're supposed to read plays, what the expectations are. And I just really think we found ourselves, and that's what's allowed us to have this success. But once again, every Sunday it's tested, and uh, it's a lot of trust. It's a lot of hard work, and I think uh, it's a testament to our players, and I think Bobby's done a really good job leading us uh, in that right direction. And, you know, that, that one moment uh, in Indianapolis, it was, it was interesting. We've talked about it a couple of times here. The first person that, uh, well, that we saw anyway, uh, that C.J. Stroud went to literally crying uh, uh, when you clinched the division was you. I mean, w- what was that like for you? And, and th- I guess that's just reflective of what you have built with C.J. Yeah, I mean, that, w- that was a cool moment for both of us. We, we kind of reminisced a little bit sitting there at the time was going out. Uh, you know, but for me, I just didn't come down to respect. You know, I, I like to think he respects me. I respect the heck out of him. And and there's a mutual respect for each other and, and kind of what, how we, what we've done in each other's lives, you know. And so I wish the kid all the best. And, you know, it's like I said, it's a testament to him. And I think he's special. Uh, I'm just very fortunate to have be a small part, in, you know, and in, in kind of his journey. But uh, he's a special kid. That was a special moment for us. And I just think it was kind of like a respect to both of us. Like, man, we're really having success at the, success at, success at this and just appreciating uh, each other. You, you mentioned Bobby. Bobby's a friend of the show, Bobby Slowick. Obviously, his, his name, he's, he's a pretty popular dude. What, what makes Bobby Slowick so effective as a, as a play caller, and what's he been like to work with? Uh, he's been great, man. Like I said, the biggest thing for me is that from day one, he had a clear vision. He had a clear message. And he's very direct. He's very blunt. It's very clear. It's the clarity of which his expectations are, how he installs plays, how he coaches. I think just sets the standard for everybody else around him, you know. And so I just think he's a really sharp mind. He's a great play caller. But I think the biggest thing is it's just he sets a clear picture and a clear vision of where we're trying to go. He, he speaks with the end in mind. And uh, at that point, it's then it's all the steps it takes to get there. 
And for us to kind of get to this point, he spoke about this moment in the spring, you know, how he sees the offense going, how the, the pace we're going to play with, the physical mentality up front, the efficiency in the pass game, all these things have come to light. And all you can do is respect that. And uh, he had a vision, and that vision's kind of working out well for us. And, uh, yeah, he's definitely sharp. He's bright. And uh, he's one of the best guys in, in the league. Do y'all align philosophically when it comes to, like, play calling and game plans and stuff like that? Yeah, we do. I mean, we do. Like, uh, like it's kind of funny. I'm a coach's kid. He's a coach's kid. Um, you know, my, my kind of first real knowledge in football is playing for Mike Sherman, who came from Gary Kubiak, who has a with the Shanahan's. And so us in the West Coast-ish world, I guess there's some similarities to it as well. But I do think what they've been what they did in San Francisco and what we're kind of creating down here um, is an exciting, uh, exciting brand of football that that's, uh, you know, has success. So we're just trying to keep that going. Now, there is one thing that he does, and, and we've given Bobby a hard time about sometimes how those ball caps look a little too big on him um, during games. Um, but there is one thing he does, and I, I want to put you in Bobby Slowick's shoes, which which we've done a few times this week for different reasons. I won't ask you about that. But if you had Bobby Slowick's hair, would you let Frank Ross cut it? Well, I would, man. I was with Frank. Really? In so Frank Ross can cut. So Frank Ross can really cut hair because that's a really hey, good friend of the show. Frank Frank doesn't do many things not full speed. I mean, he gives a hundred percent effort at anything he does, and you best believe he's got three mirrors. He's got a he even has a little sign with the little red, white, and blue barbers oh, cut. God. Puts on the Frank Sinatra like it is not a game. <laughs> he puts so, on Frank Sinatra. So. Frank, yes. When you know Frank Sinatra playing in the locker room, Frankie's chopping somebody up. So he takes the, the cut game real serious. Do any, so. do any of the brothers let him cut their hair, or is, or is it just like uh, – because I, I know that's kind of a thing. Figgy, Figgy always gives me a hard time and says we can't go to the same barber shop. <laughs> do, do any of the brothers have uh, the guts to let him cut the hair? I knew that button was coming at some point with that question, <laughs> but uh, – but uh, some, I mean, uh, some do. I mean, so I go to my boy Julian, who runs Empire uh, Barbershop. We went to high school together, uh, Empire Barber Studio. He comes to the facility and cuts the team as well. So I go to Julian, but I know some guys do go to Frankie. But uh, at the end of the day, if I had to get my hair cut, I would trust Frankie. I really would. Okay. Dang. Okay, I see you. Gerard, good luck, man. Uh, how many watches we packing? What, what are we rocking on uh, Saturday? I got one. That's all I got. <laughs> Is it the same one you wore against the Browns and Colts? I'm uh, What's that? Is it the What'd same you one you wore against the Browns and Colts? Yeah, I only got one. That's my right, go-to. Good. That's right, good. Okay, good. For now. Yeah, yeah. don't change it. Yeah, for now. <laughs> for now. All right, we appreciate All right, you, man. my man. All right. We'll there you All right, go. Thanks. The great Gerard Johnson here on In the Loop on Sports Radio 610. In the Loops, Gerard Johnson. Yeah, he's been here. He knows the race card, but he knows all yeah, of Yeah, it. he was waiting That's for it. right there. <laughs> he was waiting for it. Oh, man. Coming up, let's go around the league. Let's hear from the previously mentioned Bobby Slowick. He has some interesting things to say. A couple of his buddies cried. The hell's wrong with them? And a guy who many thought could have been where D'Amico is, he kind of tipped his hand when it comes to what's going to happen the next couple of months. Around the league next. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, 
They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.